Doesn't it seem that out of nowhere, a blitzing linebacker in a number 19 jersey came around the end and blindsided us with such force that we're still trying to shake off the cobwebs, find the mouthpiece that was knocked out of our mouths and pick ourselves up off the ground? Questions such as, where did he come from? Why wasn't he blocked? Do not change the fact that the decent drive we had going has been disrupted. Many of us look at work situations and investment portfolios that had been steadily advancing, like that good offensive drive, as now at risk. Number 19, the Savage, forced a turnover, and now we're on defense. It's a deadly serious time indeed that underscores what's most important, the love of family and the need for harmony in our communities. And it's when we're hit and being squeezed that we find out what's in us. It's when we're bumped that what's in that cup spills out. Crises really do strip away any facades we might erect to put forth a certain image, right? It's when things go sideways and the ride gets rough that what's really in there emerges, which is why it's not just important but essential to always be tending to the inner you at least as much as you tend to what the outer you wears, how you look in what the earth suit drives, how many gadgets and gizmos adorn that earth suit, and so on. Toward that end, I often mention the ammo approach that we load up with to hit the target of having the best go of it out there, which is awareness, mindfulness, openness. It's, it's taking measures to be alert and aware of what's out there, what works, who says, what's going on inside of me and my loved ones. And this requires calmness and attention to details and facts, which necessitates reading, listening, and learning. Mindfulness in this sense is being intentional and diligent to think things through bottom to top and engage in critical analysis. Feelings are crucial in the human experience, but thinking with them often leads to compromised judgment. And then openness is humbly accepting input, coaching, and the discipline that results in the willingness to move in some different directions. I don't know it all. You don't know it all. So let's learn from and help one another as we navigate what can be a rugged landscape out there. So when the crisis occurs, and they are going to happen to all of us multiple times and in different forms, you're better equipped to respond well, endure, and emerge in better shape than you might have been otherwise. When you're loaded up with that ammo, I know, just one M, you're better able to remain calm, think clearly, and make your way through even as the fog of war is still heavy in the air. But I want to do something a little different right now. I want to make something of a hard, drifting turn and then push play on a different soundtrack. Not to make light of the real challenges, but to lighten the load of a burdened heart. Absolutely, our current reality is a tremendous challenge and our efforts to adjust to a new normal is complicated by a wide array of uncertainties. I mean, what's next? We got no food, we got no jobs, our pets' heads are falling off! 
How about some levity to brighten at least the next few minutes that might carry over into the afternoon, evening, or tomorrow? If laughter is good medicine, then let's have a quick dose. If laughter is music to the soul, let's strike up a little song, shall we? If you listen to various podcasts, you'll sometimes hear a voiceover at the beginning of or even during an episode of someone other than the podcaster him or herself saying, you're listening to Name of the Show with Name of the Podcaster. So I decided it might be nice to have a clip like that to use from time to time on this podcast. Just a simple, you're listening to Animated with Johnny Armstrong. Thought about connecting with some folks whose voices might be somewhat recognizable or even having some impressions of famous people, but decided I'd start by asking the woman to whom I had been related to by marriage for more than 33 years, the lovely, gracious, and delightful Jill Kathleen, the queen of my castle, the mother of my sons, and my best buddy. Of course, she's not a trained actress or a voiceover specialist, but the script is nothing more than a seven-word sentence with absolutely no tongue twisters. You're listening to Animated with Johnny Armstrong. Easy peasy lemon squeezy, right? Now what you're about to hear is an edited version of the actual footage from the effort to get a usable clip. The only embellishments have been added to amplify the hilarity. Okay, Mrs. Armstrong. It's okay if I call you Jill, right? Okay. Okay, Jill, we are ready to go. You have been briefed. So let's go ahead and get this party started. Take one and action. You are listening to... Can you write me the text, please? You are listening... Cut. Okay, <laughs> no worries. Remember, uh, the text is very simple. You are listening to Animated with Johnny Armstrong. You're listening to Animated with Johnny Armstrong. So no worries, let's, let's try it again. Take two and action. You <laughs> are listening to Johnny Armstrong. <laughs> cut, cut. Okay, let, let's try it again. Let's set this up. All right. Jill, you ready? You, you got this, right? You got it. Okay. Take number three and action. You are <laughs> listening to. Cut, cut, sheesh. Hey, let's just take a little bit of a break here. Let's take five and we'll reconvene in a few minutes and get this thing started again, okay? Hours later. Take 36 and action. You. <laughs> you. <laughs> Stop looking at We're not looking at you. You're li- Cut. <laughs> you. You. Okay, Mrs. Armstrong, I mean, Jill, I think we're getting closer now, so let's just keep working it until we get this thing. Take 94 and action. You're listening to... 
<laughs> oh, great. Okay. <laughs> cut. Never cut. A thousand times cut. She's snorting. She's snorting. Can it get any worse? This just is not working. Okay. You are listening. <laughs> they know they're listening. Cut. Cut. Mrs. Armstrong. Jill. Johnny understands his audience is sophisticated and they know that they are listening to Johnny do the animated podcast. That's not the point. Would you please, would you please, we're begging you, say the seven words. We can be done with this and move on with our lives. So let's give it one more shot. Take 147 and action. You're listening to Animated with Johnny Armstrong. Cut. That's a wrap. She did it. She did it. Wrap it. Save it. Upload it. And let's get the heck out of here before my head explodes. Thank you so much, Jill, Mrs. Armstrong. Have a great day. You know what triggered that delightful chaos? It was me asking Precious Jill to recite the lines while smiling and emoting happiness and positivity. And she's a very happy, positive person, but she got the giggles, which can be a contagion. So I got them and we had a happy few minutes that turned into a segment on a podcast that perhaps has brought some cheer to your heart. Look. No getting around having to endure the hard slog through rough circumstances that might become an entire season, but let's all try to mine for joy and laughter in the midst of it. It's, it's helpful, isn't it? But of course, you can't just laugh your way through and out of intense situations and realities. There has to be something more substantive to fuel the day-to-day, hour-to-hour, sometimes moment-to-moment effort. And that's where I personally pushed deeper into my trust in a God who is not only there, but cares and involves himself with and within me. Now, I trust in and turn to him through prayer and meditation that is bolstered by daily reading what I believe are words he moved people to write and preserve for the express purpose of providing the best plan for living. My trust in the Lord is is the prime source of my strength, hope, and the ability to maintain a positive and joyous attitude in the midst of suffering. And I always want to stress to my friends who are skeptical regarding any notions attached to a transcendent or spiritual aspect of reality, that my belief in God, specifically the God about whom Jesus spoke, taught, and claimed to embody, is not a blind leap into the dark, but a walk into the light that is evidence-based. Of course, the question then is, what kind of evidence? What evidence can there be that God exists and that Jesus Christ is his son? Well, that's not for this episode. That'll be for another episode or episodes. 
I'll just leave you with what I believe are the bare necessities when it comes to how best to flourish in the years we have here. And, and I'm reading from a manuscript in the New Testament known as 1 Corinthians, which is a letter the Apostle Paul wrote to some Christians in a city that was located about 50 miles west of modern-day Athens. He writes, And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Those are the bare necessities. Be hopeful and go love the living daylights out of your families and your neighbors and be kind to yourself. We're going to make it. We're going to make it through this. We're going to make it through this together. Peace and love to you and yours. I couldn't be found off my big home. The bees are buzzing in the tree to make some honey just for me. When you look under the rocks and plants and take a glance at the fancy ants, then maybe try a few. The bare necessities of life will come to you.